Hello, lovely people. This is Sarah out of Sacramento, California. Um, I wanted to talk about rage um, and rebellion. Um, I think they both um, go together uh, simultaneously. They do fuel each other for sure. Um, I believe that if you feel strongly about an issue, or a problem that's been brewing. Um, I, I think that sometimes it is necessary um, to use force. Now, we've seen this throughout history. Um, that's why we have war. That's why there is violence. Um, but when I talk about rage and rebellion, I kind of want to focus on um, the people of minorities or people who have been oppressed and in my last podcast I kind of touched on how sometimes the oppressed becomes the oppressor um and there is a fine line there there is a very fine line um to kind of distinguish um what we're trying to um put out there in the universe you know without um i mean you can protest as much as you can about something but if there is no change or if change is slow um then sometimes using force is necessary but that doesn't go to say that uh it is okay because you do have to meet with the consequences after um, but sometimes, um, in order to get your point across, you do have to um, kind of use force. And not to say that uh, it's right, because it's not. But if you look throughout history, um, it's been ingrained in our culture for a very, very long time. And I think um, people need to kind of look at their moral standards and their ethics and see where they stand in that fine line. Because it is easy to want change and then you get that change and then it's not enough or it's not what you want you, there always has to be some kind of compromise in the middle and that i think again comes down to that quote where everything would be better if we just treat each other a little bit more kinder you know but i think it's in our nature we've always tried to conquer by force so um that's what we're used to but then in, it doesn't give anyone a chance and i think everybody needs a fighting chance that would be only fair but in order to do that then we have to we can't fight like there always has to be people that we're fighting, but then we want peace. You want peace. You can't have peace 
unless you're fighting for it. <laughs> so it's kind of a double-edged sword there. So I think, though, if a group is passionate enough to get things done and really commit to change, then by all means necessary. But again, even using force in that matter doesn't justify it to be right or correct. It's just a strategy that a lot of, I guess, people in power have used, you know, throughout history to gain control. And I think that's what really, where it comes down to power and control. There's always going to be people who are in power and always the people who are being controlled. So from which line or which side you want to stand on, you have to be very careful that you, if you're used to be in a group of oppressed peoples and then you become in a position of power, you don't become the oppressor of the people of the group that you once were. Does that make sense? You always want to, unless of course that person has changed and then, you know, you can't change an individual, you know, just by, you know, moving them into a group or can you? <laughs> I mean, that really, in, that really depends on the person's ethics and morals again. So to be an individual and part of a group is a very difficult thing. Yeah. But when it comes right down to it, we all have to stand alone sometime throughout our life. And I think that's the test of all tests. And you can either be a person who leads or you could be the person who follows. It really just depends on that individual. So then again, we're looking at the individual's morals and ethics. And if that is shaped by the group that you belong to, then you'd have to look at yourself as an individual also and see if that's the code that you want to live by. Very deep stuff very deep stuff and I got really really upset today um because I I don't know it just felt like people are invading my space and I really really I'm very private and I'm very I guess recluse and I don't like people invading my space especially if it is not you know invited or you know welcomed or anything it's just like come on give me two feet so i can breathe maybe it's anxiety maybe it's like some kind of psychological i don't know what it ever you know but if i'm in my home my home is my place of sanctuary i don't like to be bothered by bad energy i really don't and so I feel very disrespected when that happens. Now, that's just me, you know, and I would like to think that 
anybody that comes into my circle really does understand how I feel about it. Because I'm a very direct person. I'm going to tell you straight up how I feel. You know, maybe, you know, to the point of where, you know, I'm not screaming in your face about it. But, you know, hopefully, you know, then there are times where, okay, yeah, I, I have a tendency to keep my feelings locked in to please other people. That goes without saying in my relationships because I want to keep the peace, you know. There, you have to choose your battles. But for me, being alone, I, I just like, I don't like to be bothered, especially on my day off after I've worked all week, and I want a piece of mind, you know, just relax or watch a movie or something. Then it's, I don't know, I. I don't like bad energy and maybe I'm talking to the air or whatever, but you know, it, it just doesn't feel right. And I get really mad and upset about it because it's like, I don't know. I just want a, a moment to myself. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't want this to be all like, like preachy or whatever like that. Um, but yeah, okay, that's all for tonight. You have a good one.